Hi there. This is Allison McGee, your host. And I'm thinking back to a specific few months in my struggling writer 20s. This was back in the days when you physically mailed in your short story submissions, which is all I wrote back then. And when rejection letters came back, which could take a year or so, they also came back in the mail. My friend Julie and I used to call each other and read our rejections because they were all rejections out loud over the phone. She even wallpapered a bathroom with hers. But then my first short story was published. It won a contest even, a contest that paid $500, which felt like, and was, and still is, a massive amount of money. Short story writers at the time, and now, are not used to being paid for their work. This is an ongoing sad state of affairs in a world with misplaced priorities. But that's not the point of this anecdote. The point is that in the wake of that publication, I was flying high. So I submitted another short story to the same magazine. One of the editors wrote back a handwritten note about how much she liked the story, but it wasn't quite right for what they were looking for. Undaunted, I sent her another and received another equally kind reply. That one wasn't quite right either. So what did I do? Oh yeah, you guessed it. I sent her another. And another. And another. The last note she sent to me was as kind and gracious as the others. I still remember one line of it, something along the lines of, Allison, your writing sings, and it is always a pleasure to read it. I can still see her beautiful, rounded, cursive, half-print, half-cursive handwriting. But there was something in that last note, something that finally pierced through my heedless pelting of short stories in her direction. I'm not sure what exactly caused me to pause and look at what I was doing and think, holy shit, that poor woman. You have inundated her with story after story. You have made her write over and over and over to you. You, Allison, have been a complete pain in the ass. So I have thought about that experience on and off ever since. That woman is still around. I even see her now and again, physically. And whenever I do, those beautiful handwritten rejection notes swim around in my mind. I just made a decision. As soon as I finish this podcast, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write to her. A long, long overdue note of apology and thanks for her kindness to a young, unwitting, inundating writer so long ago. That experience, that understanding of what our back and forth means to me then and now and to her has taught me a great deal about the nature of obligation. What wearies you? What renews you? 
Who brings you joy? Who exhausts you? When you think of safety and comfort and happiness, what place or person comes to mind? The answers to these questions are already known to you. They live in your body, in a place beyond conscious thought and its dangerous companions, rationalization and overriding. If you turn to your body for answers, you will know when someone's love is not love but control and need. You will know when you are living not in safety, but in fear. You will know when you are taxing someone without regard to their limits. Over time, you will slowly learn to trust yourself. When I first read this small, curious poem by John Freeman, a deep heaviness descended on me, and I shrank into my chair in recognition and sorrow. Mail by John Freeman We wrote one another a lot those days, long, winding letters that crossed a country, in which I asked if she knew my gratitude. Her replies so generous, it's only now I realize my gratitude wasn't gratitude, but another request. That's it for today's episode, and thank you for listening. If you liked it, please tell a friend, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also give us a good rating if you're so inclined. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music composed and performed by Kelly Krebs. Words by Winter is created and hosted by me, writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you are going through what uncertainties or troubles you're dealing with, maybe in the silence of your own mind and heart. Let me know so that I can go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through, the way that poems have been helping me ever since I was a little girl. Sometimes life feels too hard, too intense, too much. And if that's where you are right now, whoever or wherever you are, reach out. You can send me a voice memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com or write to me at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more information, go to allisonmcgee.com and click on the Words by Winter podcast page. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life because it is rough out there and we got to help each other through.